Silicon Valley BistroCast, the podcast about what's new, what's coming, and what connects people in the world of tech. I'm Brian Warmoth, the content lead at Orange Silicon Valley. Today, our guest is Orange Silicon Valley CEO, Marie Elou. She arrived at Orange Silicon Valley earlier this year, but she already had an extensive and accomplished career within the Orange Group, holding such roles as Chief Business Market Officer for Orange Telecom Kenya, and most recently, CEO of Orange Reunion Mayotte. Did I pronounce that right, Mary? Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian, hi. Uh, <laughs> thank you for making the effort of pronunciation. I should admit that French is a difficult language. <laughs> 2019 has been an exciting year here. It got even more exciting when Mary arrived. Uh, we welcomed her to San Francisco, seeing her enthusiastic support for our Women in Tech event series that has taken off, much in part uh, from her, as well as thanks to my colleague Alice Brissett, who is also sitting here with us right Right now, but right now, Maria is just getting started. So we wanted to have her here on the podcast to talk about her perspectives on Silicon Valley, what her first impressions were, what Orange Silicon Valley is currently doing, and what lies ahead for everyone. So, Maria, thank you for sitting down for this. I'm, I am excited to have you here. Uh, you were the first uh, senior Orange Silicon Valley person to sit down for this. So uh, this this should be an exciting time. It's very exciting. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. You have a phenomenal global perspective that you brought here to your role on communications and technology, working within the Orange Group. What were your first impressions of San Francisco and the Bay Area when you arrived here this year? Well, it was raining and cold, <laughs> but let's put this uh, between parentheses. Um, yeah. A very dynamic ecosystem, mm-hmm. lots of happening. I still, uh, three months into the job, I'm learning every minute, not yeah. to exaggerate. Mm-hmm. So there is lots of happening around technology, around the, 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 the startups, around, uh, around the investment VCs, CVCs, and that's my first impression uh, as a matter of fact. How do you feel people should understand Orange Silicon Valley when they walk through these doors? Maybe if they've never, they're only sort of tangentially aware of the Orange brand as a European or African or Middle Eastern brand uh, with Telco. How, how should they understand Orange when they walk through the doors well, here? First of all, Orange is a big group. It might yeah. not be as known as it. Uh, it's, it's a Telco. It's a multi-service operator in mm-hmm. the world, uh, present in 27 countries, uh, uh, um, almost 300 million customers, 40 million customers when it comes to financial services. Mm-hmm. We are not only a telco, we do financial services, we do security, we do cyber defense. We uh, we have made a lately acquisition that places us uh, on the map as a leader, potential leader in Europe. So it's a big group and I think what we are here at Orange Silicon Valley, it's, uh, we are part of the group strategy. So mm-hmm. it puts emphasis on on Orange willingness to to be in this ecosystem and interact with it to yeah. bring back the value of whatever the ecosystem as, as when it comes to the dynamics around technology around business models development every every innovation came most mostly every innovation uh, came from the Silicon Valley in the last uh, 20 years, and we've been here for almost 20 years. So sure, it's, it's a remarkably long, long period of time mm-hmm. to have seen the cycles that have gone through here in Silicon Valley and San Francisco in the tech space. 
Do you do you feel like you have any specific experiences that you look to having having come in here this year um, that have informed how you see the new technology emerging and say patterns of technology adoption and innovation within corporations specifically when you see what's coming out of this this arena right now? At the moment, there's a lot of uh, happening around uh, artificial intelligence, which mm-hmm. is. Uh, uh, entering every aspect of the business and influencing every aspect of the business. Which I should add is going to be a big part of our summit coming up here at the Silicon Valley Executive Summit. Coming Correct. Up a, a it's, uh, it's in a couple of yeah. weeks <laughs> and we're looking forward to uh, to host this event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so there is a lot happening and it has a long-term impact. Uh, I think uh, uh, it was Jeff Bezos who said that it will majorly impact the 20 uh, coming years and we're, we're in the middle of it. Just to give a perspective, at Orange, we believe that it, uh, whatever artificial intelligence uh, is, it might be an unethical, and, and we, we value the privacy of our, our customers, and this mm-hmm. is something we're working on. Mm-hmm. So bringing the view of the valley to the view of human inside and privacy of Orange makes this bring value globally to our customers. That sounds like a great opportunity. Where, um, what questions are you asking? And this gets, here's, here's what I'd like to know from you. What, what are the first questions you came to San Francisco and Silicon Valley asking about what companies are doing here? Well, I wasn't an operational word. I yeah. was uh, running a telco operations, and yeah. uh, everyday problems were totally different from what I would uh, uh, I, I would expect and see in the Silicon Valley. Yeah. Three weeks ago, I gave a, um, a note, a keynote at an event at an Orange uh, Business Services event, and it was around the new normal, a normal I didn't know about, yeah. and. This is typically what's happening. I'm uh, again. Uh, innovation is across every everything. Uh, there are there is the dynamics of the big giants, the tech giants who are here in the valley. Most of them driving some innovation. A lot of acquisitions which are ongoing. Startups which are working on ideas. Where at the beginning you would wonder what. What is this about? How would it impact the business in the in the mid and long term? And at first, you might not see the implications. And just listening to these uh, uh, startups, you would see at some point that it makes sense. That it will bring value. At the end of the day, the most important thing. It's maybe not about the technology itself. It's more about what impact the customer uh, and the consumers mm-hmm. in the long run and how it will bring value to them. When, uh, when Uber first started, nobody thought that it was uh, uh, the idea that why would people uh, go mm-hmm. abandon taxis. And, but it's the, the use, the facility of mm-hmm. doing this on uh, with an application and being able to see where your driver is, when it's getting, it's the same with Lyft. Mm-hmm. So this is what it's about. It's bringing a value to the consumer at the end of the day. And anything that brings value to the consumer is valuable because he's the decision maker. Right. What are you looking forward to learning more about, say, even as we get to the, the summit here in a few weeks? Um, what, what questions do you think the AI-focused companies should have on their minds? Again, uh, uh, yeah. we can look at AI as a threat. A lot yeah. of people see it as a threat. Uh, we can talk about the jobs that might disappear. Yeah. 
My belief is that every threat is an opportunity at the same time. And it's up to us humans to make it an opportunity, yeah. to, to, take, to take the best value out of it. Um, and it, it's, again, it's to link it to what the consumer is ex- expecting, how we can facilitate his life in an ethical and respecting the privacy, his privacy. Uh, and data is available all across mm-hmm. everything we do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so, so how to use this data to bring value to, to, to the humanity globally? Mm-hmm. Because when it comes, for instance, to medical application, I think there are breakthroughs. There, are, there is a potential of breakthroughs mm-hmm. that is, uh, is, is possible. We're just tackling the surface at the time being. And it's not replacing the doctor at the end of the day. It's supporting humans to do a better job. Mm-hmm. And this is the way we should look at it. Mm-hmm. If we're doing it in the right manner, I think it's a beautiful opportunity for humanity. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's interesting you bring up the healthcare context there because you're talking about an area with so many regulatory pockets of data and data sharing is a huge huge problem to get into because there are so many places you'd have to open doors and share in certain places and regulatory entities enter the place all over the picture from country to country and region to region. Based on what you've seen so far, how would you compare attitudes toward innovation technologies here versus some of the other regions you've worked? I mean, I know you you talked about some of the problems you've solved elsewhere versus some of the problems that need to be solved here. Have you seen any direct comparisons you would make that have helped you to understand things better here? I think that the major difference between here and other parts of the world is the risk taking. Mm-hmm. There is uh, there is much more risk taking yeah. here in the valley, uh, and we can see it. Uh, the recent IPOs of this year, mm-hmm. there are pe- these companies are losing a tremendous amount of money, mm-hmm. and still people want to mm-hmm. invest uh, into that mm-hmm. because they see more about it's more about their, uh, the, the the number of users, uh, the potential of the market, and mm-hmm. they are looking at things not necessarily which are looked from the very same point of view in other regions of the world. Mm -hmm. Maybe because of the size of the U.S. market, because Mm -hmm. it's also sufficient by itself, Mm -hmm. so it Mm -hmm. gives it uh, a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Maybe because if we look at Europe, it's a much more fragmented market, and it's it's a sum of countries, and in order to reach this sum of countries, you, 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 you don't have the same potential yeah. As a first approach, you don't have the same potential. So this brings an edge to whatever is happening here, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and uh, the same people, the culture. There is a culture, and I think it's it's even specific to the valley, to the Silicon Valley. Yeah. This uh, fail fast and learn. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah, uh, allowing people to fail and believing in them because they try again—that's mm-hmm. that's just wonderful. Yeah. And do you think that's a lesson that can be? This is something I'd like to hear more from you about. Do you think that's a lesson to be passed on to other regions where they can learn from this Silicon Valley attitude? And alternatively, do you think there are attitudes in Europe, Africa, or elsewhere that you've seen that people in Silicon Valley could learn from? Definitely, it can. Yeah. This uh, this kind of attitude and this kind of culture can be passed on. Mm-hmm. If I look on the other side, I think Africa is a great uh, uh, a great space for innovation, mm-hmm. because and for quantum leap uh, innovation, because they are trying to solve real problem, everyday mm-hmm. problem. And once you do that, 
you can just bridge and quantum leap into something that's totally different. And I think that this is a different perspective because sometimes here we are more driven maybe by the uh, by the technology. And in Africa, we're more driven by the usage and yeah. what problem it will solve. Yeah. And bringing those words together, I think, can 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 add a lot of value. And we are working on this uh, with some of our initiatives. Uh, excited. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to hear more about that in the months uh, to come. Well, we are, uh, I, I don't know whether I can talk specifically about sure. it because it's supposed to launch, uh, <laughs> uh, to launch but being present uh, in Africa, our presence in Africa with, uh, with, uh, with in, a, in a different countries, we are trying to connect the Silicon Valley ecosystem to the Africa uh, African ecosystem system through initiatives of cross-mentoring and this kind of thing. But I think it will take a specific That's an extension of things that have been going on here for a long time, so I, yeah, I think that's a great place to, to realize some more, some more value for everybody. What excites you most about your current role here and what's ahead for you at Orange Silicon Valley and the Orange Silicon Valley office? I think about, if I talk about myself, it's a learning experience, and yeah. I love learning. And, and I'm I interested love on the personal risk. level as yeah, well. As pers- yeah, personal level. Uh, yeah. I've been traveling. I like to to discover new areas and to learn. So uh, my life has been a learning experience, and I'd love it to continue this mm-hmm. way, professionally and personally. Uh, when it comes to OSV, I think we have a huge amount of expertise, and it's about making sure that this expertise brings the best value to all all our stakeholders and our stakeholders are the ecosystem here Mm -hmm. so the startups the cvcs the companies we work with and our mother company orange and its customers whether they are uh, the 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 consumer uh, consumer customers or corporates we have a value to bring and connecting these words together mm-hmm. and making the innovation that we see here uh, uh, actionable and visible for them yeah. well I think we have a uh, definite and value to to, to bring mm-hmm. one of the first things I saw you being active in when you got here was uh, becoming an active backer and participant in our women in tech series that's been going on what have you learned so far from these large group gatherings that we've brought together, the speakers we've brought, and the guests that we've hosted so far uh, as you've been attending and participating? Well, well, being a woman in my position, I think it's my duty to support other women growing and getting uh, their career uh, going on. So. For me, it's a no question being uh, supportive of uh, women in tech. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to attend one uh, event, and what I've learned from this event are the the openness of and 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 tackling topics. I, I even as a woman. I wouldn't have thought possible to tackle. What's what's an example? Of uh, well, we were talking you. about uh, uh, collecting uh, collecting uh, blood through the pads, through uh, in order to uh, to uh, to address uh, diabetic. Yeah. And I think this is a great potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't have thought about it because it's kind of a culturally not open topic. Mm-hmm. You will talk about, and these ladies were talking about it so openly. Mm-hmm. The the only thing that I I I, um, I miss in this in this is the audience was mostly women, and mm-hmm. I don't think that we can resolve women 
topics only among women. We yeah. need a larger audience. We need a representative audience yeah. of the world. And the world is made from 50 and 50, maybe 51 with women when it comes to women. And I hope everybody more. listening here yes. has the opportunity knows that it's an open door. Yeah, we would it's love an to open door. I, I think it's, yeah. a, it's through... From all sides uh, of perspectives. Uh, it's through yeah. interaction and yeah. working together that yeah. we, can so, mm-hmm. we can address those topics. And when it comes to health, the health of men is, is a public health yeah. Issue. It's not an only women. Yeah. I mean, women are your sisters, your daughters, your friends, and your wives. Did I miss anything? Your Maybe. colleagues. Yeah, your, your colleagues. Your colleagues, <laughs> your bosses, your employees. Your yeah, the, Definitely. The people you interact with and live with and work with every day. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's an excellent point to bring up. <laughs> what, uh, what about looking ahead to the second half of 2019? What can you say about uh, what's on the horizon for you in um, Silicon Valley? I'm quite excited because we're working on uh, defining, uh, re-clarifying what our mission, why we are here, and bringing, fostering collaboration, mm-hmm. uh, collaboration internally and externally, and making uh, the value we're bringing more visible for, uh, for our customers. And I know, uh, at least what, what I'm aware of immediately, and everybody is aware of here, is the uh, upcoming executive summit uh, that we're hosting. We have a busy lineup of speakers and sessions coming up. This will be your first time, if I'm not mistaken. Um, at, You're at correct. Summit. You're not mistaken. <laughs> um, what highlights on the schedule have you excited? What What do you hope... What are you listening for? What are what takeaways are you hoping for? What who are you excited to see there? Well, I'm excited to see uh, valuable speakers who have mm-hmm. accepted to be part of uh, of uh, of this event. Mm-hmm. I, I would like this event to become a flagship event for mm-hmm. uh, for Orange Silicon Valley, where we kind of uh, uh, bring together uh, key people from our stakeholders, from all of our stakeholders to open discussions and get, uh, to start discussion because sometimes you don't have the answers and there are lots of things that we don't have the answer to, but just by opening this discussion and mixing this diversity of people is a wealth of, uh, of uh, brings a wealth of information for everyone and I think this is the way we should do it, starting with our corporate customers who are part of uh, FabForce uh, a lot uh, uh, exposing them to such events is giving them this o- the opportunity to interact with this ecosystem, which is not always possible if you're not sitting here. Yeah. So the, b- giving them this opportunity is of a great value. And as I said, I wanted to be an orange flagship uh, event going forward. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always impressed with the group of, we, we tend to get investors, we get perspectives from practitioners, we get perspectives from startup founders, uh, and also the corporate venture capital world and corporate innovation space. So I think all of those are great, great perspectives that I, I personally look forward to seeing. Um, what any, Are there any particular topics within the field of AI that you're going to be listening f- for information about? Uh, again, I, I, yeah. I, I will be listening to everything. Yeah. I think that, uh, as I said, AI is, will bring value to different domain and Every domain, it's underlying every business process uh, now is being impacted by AI. And it's maybe we'll focus in a second time. But for this time, I'll be listening totally open to whatever is being discussed. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I will be as well. <laughs> um, maybe as we, as we wrap this up more generally, 
who do you think should reach out to Orange Silicon Valley here and be watching what we do? Who do you hope to hear more from at the office here on an ongoing basis? Who should see this summit and see it as an opportunity to look at what we're doing more closely? Uh, to start with, uh, our corporate customers, mm-hmm. and I hope there are uh, prospects who are coming on board, and I think I hope they will be signing uh, for, for, for the program mm-hmm. because it's a really value-added program for our, for co- our corporate customers. Uh, uh, our internal salespeople, because they're the one interacting with the customer and they are the, our ambassadors to, for, this, uh, for, for this program. Mm-hmm. The startups, because this is an opportunity to interact with those customers and with the orange world, uh, if they have views of extending their reach and getting access to to end users, uh, well, uh, they have a, a present uh, major corporates, including Orange. I talked to 170 million uh, customers, but we have uh, other customers who are in different domains, in different uh, industry sectors who will be present. And, uh, of course, CVCs and VCs, because it's... It, they are key in this ecosystem because they are the ones who are financing whatever is happening. And uh, we as Orange have our own investment uh, investment arm, uh, Orange Digital uh, Ventures. And as Orange Silicon Valley, we source for this uh, Orange Digital Venture. And we will have the pleasure of having Mark Renard, who is the president of ODI, Orange Digital Investment, with us. So it would be a great opportunity for all these people to interact. Uh, and again, to learn from each other and uh, to learn about what is uh, hype and what is happening in the valley. Which is always an adventure in every single one of the talks. Uh, and I, I'm sure we will get more of that uh, when the summit arrives. So the the clock is running, and I, I appreciate your time sitting down here today. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about in the months ahead. Perhaps we can come back later in the in the year for a, uh, a review of where how far we've come after, after the summit is over and uh, 2019 continues. So... Uh, Mireille, hello. Thank you for coming to the podcast today. Thanks for listening to the Orange Silicon Valley BistroCast. I'm Brian Warmoth, and we're glad that you could be a part of the conversation. If you liked what you heard today, we hope we'll see you on Twitter, LinkedIn, Medium, and orangesv.com, where you'll find a link to subscribe to our weekly email newsletter, The Main Cable. On orangesv.com, you'll also find an updated calendar of upcoming events being held here live at Orange Silicon Valley with many of the same analysts and experts you hear on each episode of the BistroCast. We'd love to see you in person. 